Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week of 12 Gauge Uncut. I am Rocky Shaw, the 12 Gauge. Well, it's been kind of a, I'm running crazy schedule this week, so it's been quite late, and I do apologize to keep y'all waiting. So, let's kind of start back. I'm going to give you quite of a recap on what's been going on. Um, when you go out from the beginning, I'm going to say that December 11th, they are, have decided to actually do, we've decided on open heart surgery, which they will do a vertical incision across here, opening the chest bone, prying that open, much like any open heart surgery, they will actually have to put, stop my heart, put it on a machine. They will go in and then try to, as kind of septical myopathy, uh, myectomy, excuse me, there we go. And in which case they will actually open the heart and actually try to shave the muscle that is built up and that is causing the obstruction. They're going to try to shave that muscle away. Makes sense, right? So it's kind of like taking an eraser and getting rid of the, 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 I guess, the extra lines or the extra muscle mass that you don't need. So that being said, they will go through and try to remove that. And at that point, we will be going on to whether the valve, uh, since I have developed an AFib, and I have a mitral valve. That mitral valve is now sometimes the the difficult part of that, or the dangerous part of that, is the 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 valve itself can actually get caught inside with that muscle and obstruct, and it would cause that would disrupt the rhythm, causing me to have sudden cardiac death. So we don't want that quite to happen. I'm not quite ready to go yet. Uh, I'm one stubborn son of a bitch, and I ain't going anywhere just yet. So don't don't think you've gotten rid of me. I will be. We we had the discussion, and my medical doctor asked me the question. He said, "What's your long term goal?" And I said, "My long term goal is to get back in the ring." Um, and so we're. He stated to me probably looking at anywhere from a uh, six month um, from the time of the surgery to the time that he thinks that I may be capable of doing that. We're going to see. I don't give too much on anybody else's time frames. Um, I, I've had surgery on my knee and was walking a few days later, even though I wasn't supposed to be walking for about three months. Uh, I don't really do well with downtime or being too still. So from there, I want to continue to move on and look at what is in the future for Rocky Shaw. But before we get that far, let's kind of rewind back and go over kind of what's been going on uh, to give you all more explanation of what's going on. So uh, during this time frame right now, I have uh, kind of been forced to look at the options of uh, at least a temporary disability for um, I'm not capable of doing any really physical work. So unless I find some type of office work or right now I'm really focused on driving home the 12-gauge productions, uh, promotions, excuse me. And for 12-gauge promotions, I am 
focusing, you know, on our, as far as our advertisers go, the people that will sponsor the podcast and really kind of pushing that home. Uh, with that being said, big head, head, big shout out to Silver Pest Control. If you've got those nasty pests that's coming in this winter, you know, give Silver Pest Control a call and um, we will talk with Kelly and I'm actually going to have a little bit more information and then we'll have a better snippet of advertisement for them as well with along with the phone number and so forth like that. Uh, she's on vacation this week. If she's listening, I do hope she is enjoying herself. So with that being said, that's that's primarily my focus. And so we have started the a GoFundMe, uh, and we've started the base level out at $5,000. Um, that's not going to be enough. I, I even know that. Um, it's not, a, not something I'm proud of even having to look at as far as uh, long-term, but... You know, as I've been told by many other people, sometimes that's that's life, and we all need a hand up. Um, my problem with this for me is, man, we've been through this before with Tania's, you know, kidney transplant, and I had to watch her go through the process of barely being able to make and do normal things from time to time and day to day. Now I'm suffering and and feeling that exact same feeling of helplessness because, you know, through a normal day, I can go to put my shoes on. I can, the other day, I actually had to look for my shoes. And they were in the closet, and she put them in a box. And I'm moving around stuff, and I'm absolutely out of breath just looking for my shoes. Um, that tells me the progression and the doctor the progression of how my heart's actually responding about getting oxygen to myself. Uh, you know, I've noticed like um, more fatigue in my legs and so forth because the oxygen circulation just isn't, it isn't quite there now. Um, no need for concern as far as like my limbs or anything like that. They're, they're still okay, but it's not the level of me being the muscularity that I actually ha do have. Um, it's a lot, it takes a lot of oxygen to provide for those muscles. So, and you know, and then due to the fact that I have been more inactive, um, I put a little couple of pounds on extra that I should have, should shouldn't have put on uh, due to the stress levels that I've been under. Just a, no, no excuse, it's just life. You have, we all have stress and the, extenuation of the stress that I've been under has just been a lot. Um, I've had friends to talk to. We, If you go back and talk last week, me and Kip have talked a lot. Um, I talked to Dalton Gibbs quite a bit. Uh, you know, we, we my, my big friend, uh, Zach Riley, you know, we, we talk. Um, Christopher McLeary, his family has been in our corner supporting my family's been a great job supporting uh, us right now during this time as well. As far as, you know, Tania's parents reaching out. Um, but, man, I mean, it just seems like every day there's a new there's a new bill due, and I'm having to sit down and look, and how am I going to pay it? But what concerns me more and is when I'm down for the surgery, 
is ter- I'm terrified, like, because I lose control of that. Tania's left to control, you know, the the animals, the kids. Um, all that's taken away from me at that point. I can, yeah, I can vocal vocalize and say what I want uh, to have happen here or there, but under no circumstances am I ready to actually be involved and deal with the stress because I really need to that point with such a massive surgery, my focus needs to be on healing. That's, and I'm going to have to heal more than one way. I mean, this has taken a lot of weight. Me being out of the ring has done a hell of a job on my my psyche. Um, as far as how I physically feel, it being helpless to not being able to do tasks that I want to do. Um, there's so much, like, I, I want to, the, the room we're even in right now, like, I want, I want these walls painted, I want to change, I want to make this more of a studio feel, but yet I lack the resources and money because I'm not working right now, and I also lack the resources and physical capability. Uh, you know, you feel like, you know, I, I don't want to tell Tania, like, hey, you know, I know you got the washing to do, the kids to get ready, you know, but can you uh, can you go paint the room too? I mean, she's a good sport, but you know, y'all, y'all I'm married to a redhead, so that was only going to stretch so far. So I've got all those things to look at, then I'm going down the road of how I can keep helping and participating. Um, this I'm filming right now on Sunday. So Saturday, we just had the Freedom Seekers in the ring with twelve ga- the 12-gauge 12 uh, uncut version in the ring, where I got to talk to the Freedom Seekers and the Toys for Tots program. And man, this is a voluntary show, and let me tell you a little bit of what we had going on. Thankfully, and big shout out to Ricky Wiggins, always giving me something to do. Um, you know, I'm still needing to work and, you know, and make money. So Ricky's got us, you know, filming the, the events, and I'm in double duty. So Tania's filming while I'm in the ring, you know, interviewing these guys. And by the way, dude, these, I know some of you have, you know, Pre, well, I guess, how do you really say that? Um, labels on bikers and so forth. These are some of the best guys that I've met uh, with the Freedom Seekers. And hearts that, these guys are putting their time and effort into fundraising. And I can be first of all to tell you, fundraising is hard. And I, I'm good with sales, but I'm not good in necessarily asking for people to help me. Um, it's probably why my GoFundMe is still kind of sitting behind. Um, I don't like the actual ability to beg for the money. I don't want to have to beg for the money. I, I do see the good people, and that's why I like this Toys for Tots. I want to. I volunteered my time for for those guys in that ring. For them to get their voice out and for actually people to actually give. Uh, as of my last notice, though, if I'm wrong, I apologize. We raised about $1,400 for them uh, last night. So, so way to job, way to go, 
uh, for the guys at KLT, um, Waylon Rhodes, Josh Haight, they put this show together and we did exactly what we planned on doing and we raised that money. These two guys are great and I look forward to working with them more in the future as well. But if you see them guys, um, whether it be they, they working out with the Shriner Show or, excuse me, <coughs> whether it be the Shriner Show that they're working with or, you know, the Toys for Tots, the Freedom Seekers Motorcycle Club. So make sure to uh, give these guys a big pat on the back and tell them what you appreciate that they do in the community because there are some of these long, long rangers in the. We everybody, as far as the downtown groups, the the big guys that are the mayors and everything, they get more acknowledgement than these guys that run the factory work. Uh, they work night shift, whatever, but they're still giving to the community too. They're hitting and giving to these kids and things like that, they never see the spotlight. So right now, what I'm attempting to do anyway is turn a little bit of that spotlight on these guys and let them know how much we appreciate them. So Waylon and Josh, if you are listening, uh, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for doing what you do for the community. Thank you for doing what you do for these kids. Man, and that's, again, anybody who knows me, um, Zero, Brandon, my buddy, I love you, miss you, and hope things are going well. But he can tell you, too, that's me and him have talked a hundred times over. And those kids, those kids, those kids, that's what we do it for. That's everything to us when we see one of those kids smile and they're having a good time. Um, are your buddies that you inspire? Um, Corey, love you to death. Zach, Dalton. Uh, Cody, um, so many more. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to fail to mention some right now, and I know that. Uh, Aubrey just had a, an amazing ring debut herself. And so there's so much going on right now. Uh, there's so much more that I'd like to see going on KLT. Uh, I'll probably get my hands slapped for this, but I really want to see us get back to storytelling I feel like that's something we're missing in KLT right now is we've got great caliber talent and great matches, but we're really just missing some storytelling right now. Uh, and I don't know if I'm capable or if I will be capable or even if I'll ever be asked or want to help uh, in the storytelling. But that that's something that I definitely want to see happen is we need a little bit more storytelling going on in KLT. And, um, you know, let me hear your feedback. If you disagree with me, agree with me, it's okay. We're all adults by the end of the day. We can do each, either one. So when going back to, we've talked about that. We've talked about that going on. I will say uh, I kind of talked about um, with James Hardy after their match. I watched a tag match that, you know, guys – Remember, even as a show you volunteer at, and I'm not saying that they weren't, I think it just was overlooked a little bit, the psychology of a tag match. Um, you know, and, and I, I learned the hard way. Uh, Philip, you know what I'm talking about, too, when I said I learned the hard way. So if you're listening to me, um, there's still no hard feelings there. Much respect. But when 
I was taught, you know, what needed to happen in a tag match and or the hard way. So uh, shoot wise, guys, I had a chair wrapped around my back into a U form for missing the uh, missing my cues on that. So the the faces should be taking taking the heat, taking the heat. You know, uh, then eventually there's a hot tag. Now, what went on this weekend and I watched was everybody was tagging willy-nilly from, and, and you know, when you, you sit there and watch the business, you know how that just destroys a tag match. Um, the crowd lost focus. Um, the the talent levels in the ring were were probably skewed a little bit differently then didn't polish and make the competitors look as quite as well as they should have either. So if you're listening, guys, I love you. I mean, nothing bad by it. Um, it I've been in the same situation. And even Obviously, even vets can get in this situation where, you know, the psychology gets messed up. So take it for what it is. It's constructive criticism. Um, focus on let's just not let it happen again. You know, that's, that's my thing. And you, you even taught me from seeing it. I learned again and reminded what not to do and how important it was to have that formula in place for a tag match. So, um, but on the other hand, you know, not quite the turnout that we had really hoped for, um, for Toys Tots, but still, as I said, $1,400. I mean, that's, that's going to change some kid's life and well, a few kid's life, let's be honest. And that's not the only thing I'm sure that they actually, you know, pull and, you know, they're the money sources and forms they come from. So that being said, let's talk about again now with the 12 gauge and uh, my family and so forth. Let me talk a little bit as much as I don't want to about the GoFundMe. The GoFundMe is set up that I have links for. Uh, listen, even if you, if you share, share the link, and if someone else sees that they can help, that's still great. You did help by sharing. If you can, you don't even have to give much. If I have over 7,000 followers, guys. If each one of them only gave $5, I mean, you get where I'm going with the math here? Okay, so you can help tremendously by even small amounts. You don't have to be the person that gives $1,000. I mean, obviously, I've been, I don't think I've ever been in the position where I could just hand someone $1,000 at this point in my life. I wished I had been. I wished I was. And I wished I was in that spot. Uh, I'd love to be able to help somebody at that level. And if I could, um, that's definitely me. Um, you know, we had anything I could do to help. I Miss Diane had one, you know, at her fundraiser. Uh Man, and they, she asked me, hey, would you let someone smash you in the f face with cake for, 50, for, for a week and get 50 more dollars? And I, of course, I looked at her and said, hell yes, I would. Anytime you need me, if I can sacrifice a piece of myself or, you know, come on, guys, it's fun. Now, I will admit, I did not know until that point in time what me and James was signing up for. I would still absolutely do it, but... The buttercream icing or whatever that is, they smashed me in the face. They rolled it up to the top of my hair and in my goatee here and mustache. And it took me about six, 
six shampoos to get all of that oil and grease out of my, between my hair and my goatee both. There is just nothing like that stuff. I mean, I thought I was like maybe now I understand what an animal or a duck feels like when he's been in oil or tar or something and they're trying to get it off of him. I thought I was going to have to go grab some uh, some hand soap and try to degrease or de-oil myself. So, so, the, so there's that, but there's that level of giving that, you know, at this point in time, you know, I am struggling to do things. Uh, and Tania's got a lot on her. If there is a way you can help, uh, I'm going to stick it here and I'm going to keep giving you my voice. I'm going to give you my time. Uh, I'm going to give you my heart. What's, you know, my physical heart is, you know, failing and it's not doing great right now. But my, I guess, spiritual heart, as you were going to call it, or my spirit itself, you can't break that thing. And I've got a lot of it to give, and I'm going to continue to give to you guys as much as I can when it comes to my, um, I guess, my metaphorical heart, or whatever you want to call that at this point in time. I'm going to always give... I give back to my community. I give back to my wrestling family. Wrestling families are amazing. I'm I'm terrified right now at the at Piedmont Hospital of that waiting room. I love you. If some of you are listening, you can't help me in that waiting room. I've heard so many people ask, and <laughs> you know, it, I I've closed my eyes and imagined the nurses walking in there and seeing a room packed full of, you know, everyone wearing 12-gauge T-shirts waiting on me to get out of surgery. And and although I admit that's an amazing picture to see that you guys would do that, you know, you need to be at home, you need to be taking care of your things. I'll be fine. If I'm not, you couldn't have changed it anyway. But, you know, just keeping me in your thoughts and your prayers and, you know, and again, if you can go to the GoFundMe if you can donate $5, you know, $10, whatever, Tania's going to be in the hospital, you know, be up there at the hospital with me. She's got to eat. She's got to, and those aren't things that she can just have. There's not a stove or a refrigerator. That's all out-of-pocket expenses that she's going to have. Uh, we get back, you know, I, I'm going to be laid up in the bed. But now, don't think, if I haven't figured out yet, and if I can sit up and I can bear the pain, I'm still going to be hitting that record button. I'm going to keep you up to date and telling you guys exactly how I'm doing, how I'm recovering. And the only thing I got to say, she got to help me keep the bills on the power bill and the live bill and the internet bill so that I can talk to you because otherwise, you know, there's no way I'm going to be able to change that for in the position I'm at. And I want to be able to share with you guys what I'm going through and Inspire the world. I'm going to be one of the first people with HCM that maybe one of the rare ones that first of all survives it after they've as being an athlete without having a sudden cardiac death. And then I'm going to recover from surgery and I'm going to return to being an athlete. So we are going to give the science, the medical doctors something to look at and something to ponder because some of you already know, and, you know, I'm not being arrogant, but 
I'm built out of a different material than a lot of the people. I'm going to keep getting up. You're going to have to kill me. They're going to have to stop my heart and permanently for me to lay down and stay down. That That's just the way it is. Uh, there is no I quit in Rocky Shaw. There never will be. So that being said, guys, we, we've talked a lot. Uh, other ways you can help. Let's talk about the... Um, the YouTube channel. If you can go like, subscribe to the YouTube, YouTube channel. It is completely free. I will provide the links. Uh, if you listen on iTunes, uh, I, I podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, excuse me, and then Spotify or any other Alexa, we are on all of them. Tania's just actually started a podcast too. Uh, Ginger and her dog. Now, there's links on my page for that. She has a blog. If you haven't followed her yet, show her the love. She's, I think, around 530 followers. Y'all, y'all, they're on my page, those 7,000 that are following me. Get over there and give her a like. Smash that like button. Support her, too. You know, so because, you know, the more she grows, the more she, she, she can help support this channel, I can help support her channel. Um, we are going to do all those things together. I hope you don't like the nice blue foam here I got there. That was a, a little bit of a gift uh, to help match the colors. We got, you know, some Tom Buck blue here going on in the cords. Uh, and I'm trying to re figure out how we're going to redo the desk so that you can kind of see more of the gear, the stuff the behind this, and how we get this podcast up and running and the editing process, you know, there's a lot of work going in this, guys. You don't, it's not so easy as far as me just hit clicking record. There is a monitor here that I'm looking at that actually shows me pictures, you know, and I've got to sync up the audio to the video on this. Uh, GarageBand sitting here recording me in this. The mic has to be set straight, and, you know, I'm just not listening to this mic setting, and I'm not sure if it sounds perfect yet or not. If not... I'll be working on that more in the future as, to, as I'm learning how to adjust the mic, you know, the levels that you will hear. And that's kind of, you know, but there's a lot. There's a lot, there's a lot that goes into this. None of it's cheap, well, not, not even close. But my passion in my heart is to bring this podcast to you. And when it comes to Juanita Timms can tell you, Juanita is the best, one of the best gear makers in the world, if not the best. And she has been doing it for a long time. When Rocky Shaw calls her, she, she knows that I'm picky. And, but Juanita is so good that I also know that if she has an idea, that I can trust her with her idea to protect me still be pleased with it. So, um, I mean... And I say that say that because I'm picky about my quality level. What I'm giving you, I feel like is a product that nobody else puts their time in. I'm not putting in my iPhone ear pods, you know, to record a podcast for you. You're actually getting podcast on podcast equipment and studio grade equipment that I've spent the time. I've worked hard, guys. I've worked my entire life, so this is the first time I've been down, but I don't buy cheap stuff. I just don't do it. 
because I want quality to you guys. I want, and I'm a perfectionist, and the very heart of me is just pure perfection when it comes to what I deliver to my fans. Uh, I don't even know how to tell tell you. When I was going to the ring, someone said, hey, you know, why are you wearing your gear when you're not wrestling? I was like, I owe it to my fans to give them the best Rocky Shaw that I could give them that night. Whether I'm in the ring or not, they deserve me to treat it. For every dollar they spent, they spent $12 for that ticket. Well, I want them to feel like they got, they got their $25 worth out of that ticket, if not more. They are kids left with a memory. They're kids left with inspiration. They're kids left with, I don't want to say a role model. I, I, really, I really dislike that part because I want your parents, I want their mama, I want their daddy to be their role model, not me. You know, I want to be a source of inspiration. Of course, I would love to be that. I'd love to be that for the mom and dad. Um, but, and sorry, I've got off and rambled. Um, I guess that just happens sometimes. So without the structure that I had that this week has just been so forth, so so crazy, really. Um, and I'm going to give this to you as, as always. Majority of this will be unedited unless I just flipped out and said something stupid. And I don't think I have yet, but I might just have done that. Um, so again, let's, let's talk about it. My YouTube channel, my Facebook channel, man, you know, if I'm at 7,000 and maybe 7,060, something around that range, you guys want to hit and push me to 10,000 by sharing and blowing up. Really, you, you don't realize what it, when you hit that like and you comment, and you share. There's three things there that significantly, when, every time you hit that share button, generally speaking, at least five people that don't follow me or never look at my page will see as I post that I made because you hit share. Now, if each one of you hit share, you know, there's five, 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 five. Much like, you know, we were talking about the GoFundMe and the $5. The small amounts. But then the next thing you know, there's 25 new followers, 30 new followers, 40 new followers, another thousand. That's what I want to see. And not because of, you know, yes, monetary wise, you know, if the more exposure that I could get and bring Facebook, there is ways that I can earn income that way. Uh, it's not dramatic and it's a lot of hard work for me to keep up the content schedule that they require. I'm I'm pushing out four to five original videos every day to try to kind of keep in line with that. And I'm still a long, long ways off of like Mr. Beast or anybody quality-wise. And so I'm working on that as far as the YouTube level. Um, but even at my level, I've got guys helping me. Uh, we like to call the gun club. And uh, if you're part of the 12-Gauge Nation, um, our group, if not, get involved with it. We got a group open there. I'd love to see you in there. Share some thoughts and ideas with me. Um, you know, as in, follow me on Facebook. Man, I could really use some some help on Instagram. Instagram, man, I don't. I haven't broke the code through on Instagram yet. I have seven thousand followers on Facebook and like under two hundred on Instagram. So. You know, let's let's see if we can push that Instagram level up quite a bit there. 
Then let's move on to um, buy me a coffee. We have buy me a coffee, which is another, you know, cool, interesting, kind of like a GoFundMe, but it's for creators. So if you enjoy the content that you watch, you just want to give $5 or so to, you know, buy me a coffee that day, you know, because you enjoyed what you listened to. There's a link for that on there. You know, click on it, buy me a coffee, buy me a Coke Zero, whatever you want to call it that day. That means so much that you took the time and you appreciated what I had to say. And or, or, tell me a comment. You listen to the show, share it, like it, and talk back to me. Tell me that that show meant something to you, that you found something in that show that I did that meant something to you, that talked to you, or touched you, or you felt great. If you want to be on the show, reach out to me. I'm not going to say guaranteed depending on who because I'm opening a big door there that says I want to be a part of the podcast that I'm going to say yes but I would like to hear through your story if I feel like your story has some symmetry and synchronicity with the what I'm telling and the story that I'm telling or the talent that I'm trying to push onto North Georgia then absolutely then we'll make, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work, dude. I've haven't given up with the talent. I've just been so busy, and I'm trying to tweak a few things so the quality level is better. Nogicism is still really big on that list that I'm about to clear off. Um, man, there is. I'm gonna try to hit Nick Patrick again soon, and I'd like to get a more sit down with Nick. Um, man, I'd love to get Ricky Wiggins. Ricky's probably never going to agree to do this with me because Ricky doesn't like to talk very much. And that's okay. Ricky gives with his heart and he gives with his finances, and that's how he speaks. So we appreciate that, Ricky. Um, those of you that would take advantage of them, though, you know, look out. You know, I'm always watching, and he's got a 12-gauge right there with him at all times. So... That being said, I want to make this episode a little bit short. Um, I probably did a lot more rambling. And I will, I will close this with letting you know that the wrestling community in Rome, Georgia, in the surrounding, in the Georgia area, is you will see me for sure at the next KLT show, but I will also be in Franklin, Georgia, on November the 4th, we are going to be doing a memorial show for Joyce. And you can find out much more about that. I'm going to be calling out Wolf Gang um, Tims, Wolf Gang Tims, the House of Tims, for an interview. Now, he is responsible for the House of Tim's other than the matriarch Juanita Tim's and I am going to so to speak look the devil in the eye and I'm going to ask him questions I'm going to see if he can tell me and maybe if I can peer into the darkness and see if the darkness can peer back at me but guess what I've looked into the darkness many a times and the devil's not once been a man enough to look me back in the eye. So, with that being said, come see us. I don't care where you live. It's 
from Rome. It's roughly a two-hour drive. It's a straight shot to get there. Let's support a wrestling family, a legend with Joyce that passed away. This is going to be all the proceeds will go for her. I'm making the travel for that. I have zero money coming my way for that. I am giving my time to help another family in need. I'd love for you guys to come out and support me and let them know that you guys came to help that family because Rocky Shaw came. So that being said, like, follow, subscribe, buy your local wrestler's t-shirt, even if it didn't mind. If you're there, I don't know if it's Big Andy, if it's Zero, if it's Skrilla the Great, put, the, put your money down and help those guys live their dream and entertain you. Until next time, beware the 12-gauge. <laughs>